What's going on, gamers? It's your boy, Diggs Gaming. Welcome back to Alphonse's Gaming News. And it has been a while. It's been a few weeks since we have done gaming news. But we are back and with some good stuff to talk about. Now, I'm going to start with a few things from last week, starting with we got the official new release date for Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Now, originally, this game was supposed to be coming out in May of this year, but now it's coming out February 2nd, 2024. That's a pretty long wait for this game now when we got the gameplay reveal it wasn't too well liked by some gamers i wouldn't say some a lot of gamers did not like the gameplay for this and really i didn't sway one way or the other i thought it was okay but i do understand why people didn't uh like the gameplay reveal but still nine months is a long time and apparently it's just for you know, fixing the game, going through bugs, making sure the textures are right. But that's a long time to do something like that. And it's going to be interesting what happens when this game finally does release. I've been talking about this game. Meliodas has been talking about this game. We want this game to be good when it comes out. But there is just a lot of concern right now on what's going to happen when this game officially releases. We're just going to have to wait for more information. We're just going to have to wait for hopefully they do another gameplay reveal and see if anything different is about with the stuff that they're working on with this delay. So we're going to find out. Next up, we had a state of play for Final Fantasy 16, and we had the final trailer for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going to start with Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, man. That, tr that trailer just gets you more and more hype for this game, which you didn't even think it was possible. First of all, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, highly anticipated game, looks amazing and I, I i just cannot believe how good this game looks every single time we see more of it and with this final trailer i'm speechless i i really am it it's great it looks great and for everyone that's buying this day one i don't think you're going to be disappointed one bit for anyone that was that had any doubts about that there is no reason to have any doubts it just looks amazing which should be no shock first of all it's a legend of zelda game those have always been of the utmost quality and the sequel to breath of the wild i mean there's nothing more that we could say about breath of the wild that hasn't been said already and for final fantasy 16 wow <laughs> uh, just wow i mean it, it was a 20 minute state of play and we got just so much information. I can't even go through it all. I mean, the biggest takeaway for me were the icons versus icons battle. Uh, wow. <laughs> I did not think we were going to get something like that. That uh, it, it looks crazy as anything. And for Final Fantasy fans and I don't know what to say. It's the same thing. I, I, I'm left speechless with what was shown up for that state of play. I mean, we got looks at the characters. We saw the gameplay. Again, the icons versus icons battles. I, I, I don't know what else more to say about this. Now, we did get some more information on what's going to happen during this game. So as we all know, for the main character, we're going to go through his teens, his 20s, and his 30s. He's going to start off at his 20s. 
which, okay, definitely want to see how that goes. And you get a dog. You actually have a dog in your party. That is so cool. That is so cool. Both of these games so hyped up. Both of these games have already gone gold, by the way. These are two of the biggest games of the year. If these games are as good as the trailers that have been shown off, we're talking about both of them fighting for game of the year. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom comes out March 12th. And on June 22nd, that's when Final Fantasy 16 comes out. All right, moving on to gaming news from this past week. First things first, South Africa has approved the deal for Microsoft and Activision, another country that has approved this deal. And we have the CMA coming up soon with its decision. And it looks like maybe the FTC's decision might not even matter with this deal, which would be crazy in on itself. Uh, just wanted to give you an update on that. That's all I have for that. Now, a big time loss for Microsoft is Frank O'Connor is leaving the company. Now, Frank O'Connor had been working with Halo for a long time. Over 20 years, he had been working on the Halo games. And this comes just a week after another Halo veteran, Joseph Stadden, also left the company. Yeah, it looks like Halo's is getting a big time overhaul. And we'll see what happens with the Halo series with with the people that are leaving and maybe even more are going to be leaving sometime in the next few weeks. So Halo is definitely a franchise to keep an eye on down the line. Moving from a Microsoft first party to a Sony first party, Mark Healy, who was the director of Dreams, is leaving Media Molecule just a few days after it was announced that Dreams was going to be shut down later this year. In a statement, Healy said, From Little Big Planet to Dreams and Beyond, proud to have played my part and lucky to have jammed with some truly brilliant people and such a wonderfully talented community, which I will continue to be a fan of. But a strong cosmic breeze is pulling me and my pirate heart is awakened. I'm not getting any younger, so I'm going to indulge myself in the winds of my various curiosities and for a while, for a while and see where they take me. Yeah, it just sounds like he's ready to try something new, which we see developers do all the time. And it could be the same thing with Frank O'Connor, if I'm being quite honest. He could be ready to do something new. We shall see. And with Media Molecule, it does seem like this is a big-time loss. They are already working on their next new game, Media Molecule is. It's got nothing to do with Dreams or a Dreams-like game. So we'll see what happens to them. This is a studio to keep an eye on, and we'll see when their next new game is announced. Yeah, some big time losses from both Sony and Microsoft this week. Moving on, looks like another actor from Insomniac Spider-Man 2 said something they probably shouldn't have. Yuri Lowenthal, who is the voice for Insomniac Spider-Man, said in a Reddit post that he was done with his voice work and then went back on his words when replying to somebody on Twitter. So... Looks like he might have said something he probably shouldn't have gotten into a little trouble and then had to backtrack his statement. Either way, with what Tony Todd has said, with what Yuri has said, and even Insomniac themselves, just this week, they answered somebody on Twitter. They said fall 2022. They are committed to getting this game out on time. And I believe them because Insomniac just does crazy things with their games the stuff that they've been able to do this generation alone has to make you believe yeah they're going to get this game out on time can't wait to see more of it hopefully it's soon i really want to see this game soon 
Everybody wants to see this game soon. Next up, a big month of March for the PlayStation 5. The console has broke the platform sales that was previously held by the PSP for a Sony console in the month of March. Now, that wasn't enough, which it's already big enough on its own. We also found out that it has outsold the PlayStation 4 in the first 29 months from when it launched. That is just nuts and keep in mind we had supply issues for a long time with the playstation 5 and we finally caught up to the demand well sony finally caught up to the demand with the supply and it just looks like the floodgates have opened so many people are buying the playstation 5 and hopefully enjoying it it's gotten to the point where scalpers basically have to sell this console for less than what retailers are selling it for because we're starting to see that now and that's not good for scalpers. It's great for the players. Not good for scalpers. But it's just nuts what we're seeing right now with the PlayStation 5. And ever since the PlayStation 5 launched, the games themselves have just been amazing. I mean, I mean what more do we have to say? You have Spider-Man Miles Morales, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and so many others. I mean, this generation of consoles, including the Xbox Series XS... And I'll include the Nintendo Switch on this too. Just been amazing. Great games that are coming out. Seems like every other week. I mean, this generation of consoles, not just the PlayStation 5, it's really done so well. And I'm not really shocked with some of the records that are being set by the PlayStation 5 itself. I I'm just not. Now, it's not all good news for Sony, as it looks like they have increased the game prices for their first-party games on Steam. This was discovered by a Resetera user who found out that in countries like Argentina, Canada, Chile, China, Colombia, Japan, and South Korea, the prices have increased on those first-party titles. And then the Video Game Chronicles did their own research, and they found the same thing. And what's crazy is some of these prices, I mean, they got a significant increase. Argentina, it looks like the prices have doubled. That is just... Not good. It's not a good look for Sony. And I, I'm i not going to be shocked if so many people are going to call them out on this. If they haven't already called them out on this. That's just nuts, the fact that these prices are getting increased. Now, again, this is only on Steam. This is not the games coming out on, play, on the PlayStation 5, just on Steam. Even so, it's not a good look for Sony. And we'll see if they reverse course with this. I don't know if they will. One more thing from PlayStation. PlayStation Studios has acquired Firewalk Studios. This is the 20th developer to join PlayStation Studios. Firewalk was created in 2018 by former Bungie veterans. They have been working on a live service title for the PlayStation 5 and PC. And this partnership was announced in April of 2021 where Sony would be publishing Firewalk's first game. And this week, they bought Firewalk from probably Monsters. Don't know on the exact numbers. It has almost 150 employees. And this is just another case of the difference between what Sony does and what Microsoft does in terms of buying studios. Sony, they buy studios that they have had a working relationship with. Now, they did this with long-standing relationships like with Naughty Dog, Insomniac, Gorilla. However, all of those were bought out. But recently, they have bought Haven Studios, they bought Housemark, and now they have Firewalk Studios. This is going to be really 
interesting because there's not a lot left for what PlayStation could buy in terms of studios that they have worked with before. Even with studios that haven't released a game yet, like Haven and Firewalk, there's maybe a deviation, but that's but that would be it. So what would be next for Sony when they do acquire somebody else? And it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. But in terms of Firewalk, they must really like what Firewalk is doing. It's same thing with Haven, because they don't normally do this. They don't normally buy the studio before they even release the game. So they must have high hopes for this. Can't wait to see what Firewalk works on. And I know it's a live service title. However, if the live service game is done right, it can be enjoyable. And we've seen it with Destiny. Again, this is founded by former Bungie veterans. And Bungie also was acquired by Studio. And yeah, it's not technically a PlayStation Studios. They still work independently, but they could definitely help out Firewalk with this. Can't wait to see what they're working on. Speaking of acquisitions, Sega's also got into the acquisition. They have purchased Rovol for the equivalent of $776 million. Now, Rovol is the studio behind Angry Birds, and this was actually reported the week before, but the price was $1 billion. So less than what was reported previously, but still, that's a lot of money for this development team. And it looks like Sega is getting into the mobile side of things. And we'll see what they're up to. Can't really say much more about this, but this is an interesting one. Next up, THQ Nordic has announced that their digital showcase is returning in August and will feature titles like Alone in the Dark, Outcast 2, Trine 5, other announced titles, and some new game reveals. And curious to see what THQ Nordic is going to be up to because they have a lot of games in development. They have a lot of studios under their belt. So... This could be for some really good games. I mean, Alone in the Dark and Outcast 2 are two right there. And definitely want to see what they're up to. Next up, Humanity, the game where a dog is leading humans, is releasing May 16th and is coming out on PlayStation Plus Extra Day 1. I mean, Humanity just looks like a really good puzzle game. It, it really does. And there are going to be people that really like this game. I'm curious to see what people say about this when it comes out. I don't know if I would get it myself. It's not really my type of game, but could be a really fun game for those that are into puzzles. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is Capcom is looking to restore the ray tracing and the 3D audio that's missing on the Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remakes on Steam. Now, for those of you that don't know, something happened during the latest update and somehow the ray tracing and some 3d audio was missing after the update went live and people were wondering what's going on well capcom has answered that they said they're going to be working on that don't know a timetable for when that is going to come back but it will come back we just don't know when and with all that being said that's the gaming news for this week as always i'm digs gaming and i will see you guys next time